Centuries ago, we built a city on this coast to exploit a vast underground supply of it, a black, viscous, raw material we refined into powerful mana gems. Soon after, the city became a magnet for unlikely events known as glitches, and improbable people called glitchers. Eventually, most citizens came to call Manapitch City by a new name. We present Managlitch, City of Accidental Wonders. Do try to keep your aura clear, citizen. Glenn755 here. Welcome once again to everyone out there able to locate, decrypt, and filter Z Frequency 2308 this evening. Tell your friends, tell your teammates, tell your conspirators. We broadcast by net, InfoTower, and DataScry every open period hoping to help you stay grounded in this city of accidental wonders. So far in 715, the month of wind strain has brought only gentle breezes, and we're all hoping it stays that way. Even when we don't get any serious weather glitches, a heavy thunderstorm here in this city is something to marvel at and to hide from. Folks have been driven mad watching lightning interact with the etheric auroras over the city, or inspired to amazing artistic compositions of their own. A different kind of madness, perhaps. The paranoia that gripped the city after High Minister Schaefer's assassination has lost some of its intensity. The Council has eased up on Ministry patrols, the Princess has made regular morale appearances in public, and there's an unconfirmed report of Prime Cybercaster McAllen actually buying a frozen algae treat for a little girl who'd lost her pocket money. So, everything is sunshine and auroral displays now, right? Not hardly. I'm proud of the way our citizens have banded together in mutual support. Interim Minister Amira is doing a fine job in Schaefer's place, if not a better one. Even the petty crime seems to have disappeared. But there's a certain watchfulness in the air, a tension, a suggestion that everyone's waiting for the next disaster. I can't say I'm free of it. I'm watching my back even more carefully than I did after that crasher attacked me. Of course, the days will be getting shorter now, which is rough on everyone's mood. I expect people will be partying hard for the late-year holidays to compensate. Oh, which reminds me, I don't have my costume picked out yet for Witch Night. I better hurry and decide, or I might not have time to put it together. I don't know, cohorts. I want to believe that everything's going to be okay. This is my home, and it's terrifying to think of losing it to a force you can't control. To have everything you've ever counted on swept out from under you just because of someone's visceral fear. No, 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 I can't just pretend the last month never happened. And I'm asking you all to do the same. Relax a bit, sure. Enjoy life being a little closer to normal, but... But don't let down your guard. Not now. It's like the part of the story where the family pet runs through the room and 
Everyone assumes, oh, it must have been the source of the scary noises, so it's okay now to go into the basement alone. I'm just not sure yet the basement's okay. You know? Speaking of crashers, I have to say, I took personal satisfaction in hearing what happened the other night at Nine Demons over in the Burnham District. Now, I pick up dinner there every so often. It, it's absolutely delicious takeout, though most folks will probably want a few gastric defense spells or potions at hand. That's the price you pay for taste like that. But anyway, about a half dozen crashers hit the place a couple hours before closing that night. I have no idea whether they were hungry, berserk, or just found the name personally offensive. But they were barely through the door when... something came from the kitchen and descended upon them. The few customers picking up nitro chicken and gorgon roll fled outside just in time. They reported an explosion of blood, a dense fog obscuring the interior, and then a brisk wind which revealed a sparkling, untouched shop interior with the staff beckoning them back in for their completed orders. I have no idea whether that was talented casting, some sort of summoning, or just a perfectly timed glitch, but I know that next time I go for mandrake fritters, I'm tipping well. Of course, this weekend was the premiere episode of season 77 of Captain Shadow, everyone's favorite show about a mysterious ether ship captain eternally fleeing a cryptic doom, and about the colorful characters who join his crew for a while, willingly or not. I'm glad I finally got into the show a few years ago, especially now that I don't have glitchbusters to watch. I'll never have time to catch up on the whole thing, though I admire the commitment of fans who have kept archives through a dozen recording formats. Now, the biggest treat for me during the premiere festivities was seeing Captain Shadow's ship, the Void Knife, in person at the Aethership docks. Uh, the producers have had a functional ether ship fitted out as the Void Knife for decades, of course. It saved a lot of money on special effects shots. But as most fans know, the previous Void Knife disappeared after a group claiming to be the actual crew suddenly popped into existence aboard the ship and forced the cast and recording techs to flee and escape pods. No one's found any trace of them since, Though footage taken during the hijacking did make it into that classic 75th anniversary episode, Doppelgangers. But of course, with the real vessel gone, they had to fake the ship last season, which is why a lot of scripts took place planetside. Well, the new Void Knife is built and looks even prettier than the last one. Hey, Chief Engineer Ngambo must have been doing some refitting off screen, right? Right? So I got to take the VIP tour, and let me tell you, it was a real thrill to stand at the helm and imagine being Captain Shadow dodging another pirate attack. Certainly it was more fun than being shot at by actual space pirates a few months ago. Also, I've registered a complaint with Municipal Express. Now I realize that things have been a little chaotic here lately. And of course, package delivery is always glitched on everyone's planet. 
but someone needs to explain to me how my Captain Shadow VIP kit was sent to some dude on Terra Epsilon first before it came all the way back to me here. Yeah, I was on that planet for a few days, but that was weeks ago, and the receiving address clearly says Manapitch City, Kariston Landmass, Planet Nema. I don't even think they watch Captain Shadow on Terra Epsilon. But thanks very much to the honest person who got the package back to me. For your efforts, there's a box set of seasons 70 through 75 on the way to you, and an autographed photo of the 17th Captain Shadow, Monique Tamerl. Enjoy! Cohorts, we have a message from another listener tonight. Now, this is from a young man named Liorden, who lives in the city-state of Istal, way over on the other side of the continent. Say, do your parents know you're listening to Zed Frequencies? Anyway, Istal is a lovely city. Not as nice as Managlitch, of course. He asks... How come Princess Swiftstorm isn't a queen if she rules over the royal family of the city? Well, Jordan, you're hardly the first person to ask that. Nevertheless, the answer's not talked about much, because it's kind of creepy. Queen Fairlands is still around. Ish. See, when the princess was still very, very young, there was an accident at the palace. An explosion due to faulty power equipment which claimed many lives, including, terribly, the Queen's. Sort of. Before she died, the Royal Chirurgeon and then Second Cybercaster McAllen performed a biotechnological miracle and transferred her very consciousness into the palace's data-scrying network. From there, she was able to lead our citizens through cybercast projections until the princess came of age. While the queen was frequently seen on palace broadcasts, her lack of physical public appearances was explained as anxiety brought about by the accident. Eventually, the princess reached ruling age, and repeated appeals to the good of the city finally convinced Queen Fairlands to pass the crown to the princess. So the Queen is still around, just publicly retired and unavailable to open supermarkets. The truth of what happened is rarely discussed, out of respect for the royal family. On the other hand, McAllen's heroism that day went a long way toward his elevation to Prime Cybercaster. Now that she has little to do in the daily affairs of the city, Queen Fairlands spends a lot of her time designing androids and researching rituals that might transfer her into one so she can get out a bit again. She's also a 12-time champion at the Karistin Invitational Keyboard Puzzle Championships. Oh, there's your answer, Leorden, and thanks for writing in. And don't worry, this was a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence and there are almost certainly no cyberconscious ghosts inhabiting your family's home data scryer. Just to keep everyone in the know, we have been seeing a lot of the cat folk wandering the city over the last month. Generally, of course, they keep to themselves in the Lowell and Dorimi districts, 
politely discouraging the presence of any humans without specific business there, or a lot of nerve. Usually witch month is the best time to see one anywhere else. Their own rituals and observances of the season demand a little extra mingling. Besides, catfolk are frequently invited to the better Managlitch witch night parties. There was that one shindig at Mistress Messier's place, with the maid costumes and the... Um, I digress. Anyway, it's a little early to see them this year, and see so many. So I'll pass on the usual warnings. Catfolk are very mistrustful of other sentient beings they don't know. They're uncomfortable in large crowds, and they're annoyed by people who treat them as walking, talking house pets. Should you wish to approach one, be as polite and non-threatening as you can. Those fangs and claws are not for decoration. And do see if you can get into one of those parties, because when catfolk relax and start enjoying themselves... <laughs> meow! Uh, hang on. What? Oh. Okay. Um. Oh, Slippery Adams just passed along some disturbing news. Huh. The Gudelia office of the Manapichorometric League where Avrela Singer and her team of crypto-linguists were investigating that strange stone pyramid, is empty. The pyramid is gone. The researchers are gone. Ms. Singer and Frederick Thurms are gone. And so are all their research materials. This doesn't appear to have been sudden cohorts. Everything's tidy and properly shut down. There's no trace of them. The main office of the League is asking for assistance locating everyone, and the Ministry of Order has already cordoned off the building. Now, this report goes on to say there's a distinct lack of clues in the building's aura. Well, since we already know the pyramid has strange effects on the ether nearby, I can't say I find that nugget especially surprising. The orderliness seems to rule out foul play, but in that case, why did they go without telling anyone? And where? <sighs> Yet another mystery tied to these circling pyramids, and my curiosity is killing me. Just what are they? Well, you can be sure that the underground's going to be doing a little extra snooping. As always, if you hear anything, pass it along. We'll make it worth your while. Yeah, I'm going to do some checking of my own this evening, and that means it's time to shut down tonight's broadcast. So, tune in again next open period, when we'll once again broadcast by Net, InfoTower, and Datascry. This is Glen755 for Managlitch City Underground, shutting down Z-Frequency 2308. Remember, keep your aura clear and stay grounded. The voice of Managlish City Underground today was Michael O'Brien as Glenn755. Maya Krelovna voiced Princess Swiftstorm as our narrator. Episode 14, Shadow People, was written by Michael O'Brien and script edited by Maya Krelovna. 
Our theme music is Crime of the Century by Consortium 499 on the web at ReverbNation.com slash Consortium 499. The Nine Demons franchise appears courtesy of Rowan Bristol and the Burnham Society podcast, recently relaunched at www.arcsilver.com. That's A-R-C-S-Y-L-V-E-R. All other content is copyright 2015, Glitch City Media. Visit our website at managlitch.com for more information about the city and links to our podcast archives. If you have questions about the world of Managlitch City, email them to glen755 at managlitch.com or leave them as comments on our website and we may use them in a future episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a positive review on iTunes. It helps a lot. 